five lines in the bottom. If I'm not mistaken. We have five, again seven lines in the bottom. We know about the Okay. 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 For his tefillah, his enemies will fall in front of him. Shnei Marlon says in the biblical verse, "V'samtima kom la'amid liYisrael, v'nitati v'shachan tachtav, v'lo yilgaz od, v'lo yosifu b'nei olal aonato kasher barishona." Rav Huna did it differently. Rav Huna Rami Ktiv. Rav Huna would ask two. A, a contradiction of two pesukim. What would he do? Ktiv la'anoto. It says they're going to bother them. Ktiv lechaloto. It says in the similar verse, in the similar pasuk in Devarei Yamim, it says that that lechaloto they're going to destroy them. Make up your mind. They're going to bother them or destroy them. Meaning, is David saying that they're not going to have any bothering? Or they're only going to be saved from kaloto, from destroying. Says the Gemara. But, but in the beginning, we're talking about la'aloto. Ulubasof, in the end, la'aloto, talking about finishing. Okay. New statement. Rabbi Yochanan says the name of Shimon Bayochai. My dichtiv, what is this pasuk? I'm sorry. I skipped the wrong thing. Gidola shimusha shel Torah yotel milamudah. It's greater to serve a tamid hacham better than learn Torah with him. Shnei Emad po Elisha ben Shafat asher yasak ma'im Eliyahu. They when they were looking for a replacement for Eliyahu Navi, they said, "Look, here's Elisha who poured water on the hands of Eliyahu." Lamad lo It doesn't say that he learned from Eliyahu Navi, but rather Eliel Sak. We learned from here that the point that they were looking for was the fact that he didn't just hear the Torah, he was Mishameshim. We've mentioned previous times that sometimes a person can hear the classes and understand the classes, but not understand what the rabbi really wants in the particular situation. And when you have Shimush, that means you actually went to the rabbi and you dealt with the rabbi on a daily basis, you'll be able to know better what the Torah actually wants. We are now on the bottom, three lines on the bottom of Zayin Amubet. So Rabbi Nachman, when Rabbi Nachman got older, he said, how come the rabbi doesn't come to, to the Knees to pray? So he told him, I'm not able to, I'm too old. It's okay, so then get ten people together in your house and pray in your house with a minyan. So he says, It's too hard for me. Okay, right? He says, uh, It's too hard for me to get it together. 
So he says, so if so, if you have a trouble making a minyan, no problem. So why don't you tell the Shliach Tzipur that when they get together with the people, you'll make a minyan like that. Which means, as soon as, they make a, as soon as the minyan is praying, they'll tell you, and you'll pray together at the same time, and then you'll be able to be praying with the Sibur. Not in the same place. Not in the same place. Amaleh, so we told him, my kulihai, what's all this? What are you talking about? Who cares when you pray? Amaleh told him, Amr Rabbi Yochanan, Shum Rashbi. Rabbi Yochanan is the name of Rashbi. Turn the page, Davchet Amuralf. Mai dikhti vani tifilati lecha Hashem et ratzon. What does it mean when I say, Ani tifilati lecha Hashem et ratzon? When is it a time of uh, Hashem accepting tefillot? That's when everyone's praying. So if you want your tefillah accepted better, you should try to make it dovetail together with the time that everyone's praying. It seems like... That's always here in Brooklyn. There's always somebody praying. It could be there's always someone praying. That could be. Yes. Uh, probably. Yes. But of course, if you know particular, it could be that if you know a particular tzibur, it might be your even better that you're ex- having in mind that tzibur. Yeah. Could be that could be that's what's necessary over here. Could be I don't know if it means you need someone praying or you need uh, you need actually um, intentions the intentions of the tzibur together with tzibur. Two lines down on davchet amudaf. This is what Hashem says. At, at, at the time of, of Ratzon, I answered you. Hashem is El Kabir Right? Hashem does not does not despise the numerous. It all says, Hashem redeemed my soul because I had a lot of people with me. And that teaches you that you, that you should pray better with the minyan. Tanya nami hachi, we have a bright that supports it as well. If not, an omer, how do we know that Hashem never is disgusted with the tefillah of a group? Shneemar, hen el kabir veloyim as. Behold, Hashem does not put down the numerous. It also says, Hashem redeemed my soul from those who are attacking me. If you do the following three things, learn the Torah, do, do chesed, and pray with the Sibur, then, it's as if you redeemed Hashem and His children from amongst the nations of the world. To put all these three things together. Now, Rish Lakish is also talking about the same idea of praying b'sibur. Amar Rish Lakish, we are now on the first wide line. Call me shiyesh lo beta kresis be'iro ve'enu nechnas shamlet palel in the kras shachin ra. If you have a shul in your town and you don't show up in shul, you're considered an evil neighbor. Shnei 
He causes Lo Alenu exile for himself and his children. As the birth, as the pasuk finishes over there, I'm going to kick them out from their land. And I'll kick out Bet Yehuda from amongst them. So now this is a very, very interesting given coming up. Five lines down in the wide lines. Four or five lines down. Amru he asked him, are there any old people in Babel? Old people in Iraq? So he tells him, what are you talking about? Tamad Amar. He said, There shouldn't be any old people in, in, in Babel because the Pasuk says, hey, I'm going to make you live long only in Eretz Yisrael. Right? So therefore, no, I'm sorry. I, I, I'm saying this when I'm wrong. They told Rabbi Yochanan that there are old people in Bavel. That's how it goes. Okay? They told Rabbi Yochanan that there's old people in Bavel. So Tamar, Rabbi Yochanan, by the way, this makes more sense because we all know that Rabbi Yochanan was the, was the Amorah who lived in Israel. Tamar, he was in shock. The Amorah, said, It says that you have a long life on the land. So Rabbi Yochanan is in shock that in the place where he doesn't live, in, in Bavel, there's still old people there. He thinks everyone's dying young and you have a low life expectancy when you live out of Israel. Doesn't say that. When they described him how life is in Bavel, and that there's many people in Bavel who get up early to go to Knees, and who Machashchi, and they stay late in the Knees, perhaps they're doing the daf. He said, Amri, he said, That's why they're living so long. That fits what Rabbi Shobar Levi says. He told them, hurry and stay late and stay in the shul. In order that your days should be extended. Okay, so we learn from here that maybe more important than going to pharmacies is to um, stay longer in shul. What's the pasuk? Praise the person who listens to me to stay late at my doors. Yom yom to stay in my houses and, and watch the doorpost of my entrances. It says afterwards, Those who find me find life. So you want to find life, Eli? Stay in the shul later, and you're doing better. Amar of Chasta, we are now ten lines down in the wide lines. Amar of Chasta, le'olam yikanes adam shte petachim v'betaknesit. Person should always enter through two doors in the shul. Estigmara, shne petachim, salka daitach. How do you walk into a place through two doors? Uh, Freddie's pointing to the door over here. That's not what he's talking about. Okay, ela. Rather, it means walk in a distance equal to two doors and then you pray. Who cares how far you walk into the shul? 
Meaning, if you walk into this door, don't stand right by the door and pray by the door. Walk in at least two doors distance in, and then you can pray. The idea behind walking in two doors is that you're not looking to leave. You're in the shul. I'm in shul. You don't want to stay right by the door. I'm going to walk in and just walk out. That you do when you don't want to be there. Here you want to show how happy you are to be there. Okay. Now, once we mention this pasuk, we're going to discuss the pasuk at a good time. It says, Azot yitpalel kol hasid elecha le'et metzo. Amar abchina, le'et metzo, when it says le'et metzo, zu isha. This is referring to a woman. This is a famous kimara. People say, Shefer achotz. Shneemar, matza isha, matza tov. If you found a wife, you found good. Mema'arava, in the West, Yani in Israel, Kinesib inish itita, when a guy would get married to a woman, Amri le hachi, they would say the following statement to him, I guess after he got married, Matza or Moza? Did you Matza it or did you Moza this one? Yani, this wife of yours, is she a Matza or a Moza? What's the difference? Matza dechtiv, Matza isha, Matza tov, Ve'afek, so it's like a little, it's a little uh, code word. Is it? There's two pesukim. One says that a woman is bitter than death. The other says, Matzah Matzatov. So they used to go over to him and ask him, ah, so what'd you get? Did you matzah this? Or did you matzah it? Right now, it's easy or eventually? That's what it says, right? Uh, I don't know, let's see. Rabbi Natana, Le'et Matzah, Okay, so either it's that or it's Torah or or not. Okay. Tanya Namihachi. We learned to bright like this There are nine hundred and three types of deaths in the world. And the gematria of Totsaot is 903. <clears throat> right? The hardest one of all the deaths, Askira, is the death of Askira. The easiest one of all 903 is Nishika, is the kiss death. Askira Damya, what is Askira like? Kichazira begava de Imra, Tilachore Nashra. What Askira is like, it's like a branches of thorns that are caught in a bull, ball of wool shearings. And they're pulled to get them out. So you have a, 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 some thorns, a branch full of thorns. It's stuck in the wool and it's really stuck. And you're ripping at it to get out. That's how you rip the neshama out of the person and it hurts to pull it out. When they say they get that when the person eats before, uh, after shiyah, before he makes the person it eats before Abdullah, they right. say it's dangerous for Askila. Yeah. Correct. Yeah, yes, we did. That is true. Person eating before Abdullah, I was going to put the, the nuts on the table, but we don't want to worry about that. Okay? <laughs> The easiest of all them, the shika. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The ikadami kiptiri bepevesh. And some say 
it's like ropes that are pushed through small holes. I don't know what the difference between those two is. They both don't sound great. Nishika, Damya, Kimshmechal, Benetina, Mechalba. What is Nishika like? Is removing a hair from milk. Very easy. You pull it right out, and that's Nishika. If Yochan Amar, Laet Metzo, this Pasuk says Laet Matzo, is referring to Kivura. When it says, at a time of its found is Kivura. Amar Chenina, Maikra, Hasmechim Elai. Elai gil yasisukim tzakever. Okay. Here's a pasuk that shows that a person will be happy when you find a grave. You see that you don't have to just pray for. You don't have to just pray for a good life. Person also has to pray for a good burial. Amar Barav Shila, Hainu da'amri inchi libai inish rachmi afilu ad zibula batraita. Shalma. A person should ask for mercy even all the way down to the last shovel of dirt. Meaning, you, a person wants chas v'shalom after he passes away that his burial is complete and he shouldn't stop praying till he makes sure that he's praying that he'll get f- a full burial to the last shovel of dirt. Okay. Mazucha Amar, we are now um, we are now about uh, eight lines from the from the big fat lines. Morzucha Amar Laet Metzah Zubeta Kise. When it says at the time that you need Laet Matzah, which we had a bunch of different shatim of Laet Matzah, we had a, to to review. We had Laet Matzah is finding a wife. We had Laet Matzah of uh, getting buried, and now we have. That matzah, you should always be able to find a bathroom when you need it. Also death. Also death. Oh, so you pray for death. And now also a bathroom when you need it. In they said that the explanation of Morzutra is greater than all the other different, than all the other ones. Some say the reason is because if a person does not go to the bathroom on the right time, it causes him to get all sorts of diseases inside your inside your body. Person, they say that either pushing out too fast or holding it in too long causes disease in the body. And therefore, it, being that this is something that affects your life going forward, they want to tell you that this is greater than all the rest of them. <clears throat> Amale Rava the Rafram Bar Papa. Lemale Mord Mahani Milta Mealya da Amrita Mishmed Rabchista Bemili de Bekhishta. Please tell me something beautiful that you heard from Rabchista about going to Shul. Amale Hachi Amar Rabchista. My dictiv Ohev Hashem Sha'aret Sion Mikom Mishkinot Yaakov. Wow. What is this Basuk that says that Hashem loves Sha'aret Sion more than all the places of dwelling? Of Yaakov. Yeah. Ohev Hashem, She'arim ha-metsuyayim ha-acha, Yoten batek nesot babet nesot. Hashem loves gates that are, Tziyun means excellent, Metsuyanim ba-halacha. 
Hashem loves places where people know the halacha well, better than all the shuls in the world. Knowing halacha is more important than people in shuls who don't know halacha. Since the Beit HaMikdash was, de- was destroyed, there is nothing that Hashem has in the world besides the four Amot of people learning Halakha. This is because four Amot refers to one person. They say that when they say a person, it's you, you have your Dalit Amot. So we're telling you here that in the olden days we had the Beit HaMikdash and in the Beit HaMikdash we had the Sanhedrin. Sanhedrin is the great, greatest place of Torah in the world. So the Beit HaMikdash wasn't just a place to offer sacrifices. It also was the gathering place, the congress of the greatest rabbis in, in Kali Yisrael. Now once Beit HaMikdash was destroyed, all we have is each individual person. And the more halacha you know, the more you make HaKadosh Baruch happy. We are now two lines before the wide lines. Amar Abaye, Meresh have a girsina begoy beta umatzilna beknishta. In the old days, I used to learn at home, and I used to pray in the kriis. Came in the shemina lehad amar abchia barami mishmed deula miyom shal bet mikdash en lakos pachu balamo el abamot shalachab levad. Once I heard this statement in the name of Ula that Hashem loves the four amot of halacha nowadays. I would only pray where I study Torah. And therefore, it sounds like he ended up learning in the shul. So instead of learning at home, he ended up learning in shul and praying in shul. Okay. Rav Ami, this is a famous Kimara, which I remember hearing when I asked permission to go home from yeshiva. I was in Ashkenazi Yeshiva and we were praying. They were praying on the holidays and I had a problem praying in Yom Kippur with them. I said, I want to pray with the Sephardim. And the Roshiva told me I can't go. I stayed because of the following Gemara. You wanted to pray with the Sephardim? I wanted to go home and pray with Sephardim and leave the Yeshiva for Yom Kippur. And he said, I shouldn't for the following reason. Second line. Even though there were 12 shuls in Tiberia, they would pray in the in the place where they would learn, in between the pillars where they would learn. Okay, good. So therefore we're telling you it's best to pray where you learn. It's greater to have a benefit from your work Greater to have benefit from your work than to have fearing Hashem. It says, But when it comes to when it comes to benefiting from your labor, it says, If you eat that over there, it says it doesn't say vetovlach. Here it says and therefore indicating. That that is actually greater than Yirat Shamaim, which is something that needs a little more work. Okay, let's see. I once heard that it, that that it, what it means is that since you're laboring yourself, it's not going to bring you to stealing. 
guy with Yad Shemayim that has no food to eat because he's not working with Oh, okay. Years, we could take it. Gets, uh, gets, uh, Thank you. I'll take it. I like that one. Thank you, Fred. Okay. We're good. Let's go. Good. We are now five lines to the bottom. Amar Abchia Barami Mishmed Ula. Leolami Dor Adam Makom Rabbo. Person should always live in the place of his Rebbe. She calls Man Shemi Ben Gera Kayam, Lorna Sashnova Bat Paro. Because while his Rebbe was alive, Shemi Ben Gera. Shilavah Melech never married Paro's daughter, which ended up causing him to do the sin. Doesn't the brightest say you shouldn't live in the place of your Rebbe? How could you say that you're supposed to live in the place of your Rebbe? It says you're not supposed to also. One is when you listen to the Rebbe, and one is when you don't listen to the Rebbe. Rashi explains that if you're going to listen to the Rebbe, so it's best to live with the Rebbe. But when you're not following the Rebbe anyway, it's mutav, if you're living with your Rebbe, he's going to tell you things. You're not going to listen, and then you'll be in trouble. Even worse. I guess Shlomo Melch was listening to Shemib and Gera, and that's why while he was alive, it was better. <coughs> Four lines to the bottom. Amar Huna Bar Yehuda, Amar Manacham, Amar Ami. My Hashem Yichalu. What does it mean when it says, those who abandon Hashem will be destroyed? That's a guy who walks out of shul while the Sefer Torah is out there. So if you walk out of shul with the Sefer Torah out, it says about you, Ozbe Hashem, those who abandon God, Yechalu, will be destroyed. Rabbi Abu would go out in between Aliyot. So in between Aliyot, no problem. Because Rabbi Abu would walk out in between Aliyot. So we don't say you can get destroyed if you walk out in between Aliyot. Only during Aliyah. Rapapa wanted to know, what happens if I walk out in between Pesukim? Yani the guy's still reading, but the Pasuk is over and I want to slip out right after the Pasuk. You got to be a slow reader, yes. Mau, Tiku, the Gemara ends off with Tiku, we don't know. I would say, that Safek Nefashot Lechumrah. In general, when you have a safek on uh, something that's a life-threatening thing, we say you have to be strict. And if they say Yichalu, I would say you should not walk out in between the Pasuk. Go ahead. Two lines at the bottom. Rav Sheshit Mahadar Apeh Vigaris. Rav Sheshit, while the Torah was being read, would turn his face around and he would learn. Ahmad, he would say... Anan, we who are learning, we're doing our thing. The Inu and those fellows who are hearing the Torah, they're doing their things. Now, how he would learn during Kirat Torah is not so simple. There's a Torah here which has a few different reasons how he would do it. Because they have other Gemarot that say that you can't do it. And some say that over, when you can't do it, that's talking about loudly. And when you can do it, it's when you do it inaudibly. Right? There's others who say that you can only are allowed to do it if uh, there's a minyan without you listening. So if there's a minyan without you listening to the Torah, then it's okay. Others not. This is a machloket in Tosfot. Uh, bottom line of Chet Amudalf. Amar Avuna Bar Yehuda, 
אמר רבי עמי, לעולם ישנים אדם פרשיותיו עם הסיפור שניים מקרא ואחד תרגום. תראה, right before I prepared the daf, I made sure to finish my שניים מקרא, because I don't want to get in trouble with this. Okay? Person should always finish his פרשיותיו with the ציבור. ואפילו עתרות בדיבון. Even the words עתרות בדיבון, Rashi explains that the תרגום on those words is the same as the actual Hebrew, and yet, you still have to do the Targum of those words. Unkulus? Yes, Unkulus, yes. Tosur has a different shot, but that's how Rashi learns. Shekola mashlim parashiyotav misibur, because any person who finishes his parashiyot, tashnayim b'kavit, with sibur, marichin lo yama vishnotav. He has longer days and longer years. Rabibi barabaya savar, hashmino parashiyotav tekula shata ba'ala yom kipuri. This rabbi thought a good idea is to finish the entire year's thing on Erev Kippur. Tani lechia bar Rav midifti k'tiv ve'ayni temet avshutachem b'tashal ha'chodesh. How are you sitting and reading this? You're supposed to be eating that day because it says ve'ayni temet avshutachem b'tashal ha'chodesh. It says that you. One pasuk says that you have to fast on the night of the month ba'erev in the evening. Ask the Gemara. Do we really fast on the ninth? Hello, We fast on the tenth. comes to teach you. Anyone who eats and drinks on the ninth day of Tishri, he gets a zechut as if he fasts for two days in a row. I saw the Ben Ishchai ask. He wants to know how come. What does it mean? Of course, he did fast the tenth day. He doesn't need a ki'ilu on the tenth day. He needs a ki'ilu on the tishi. If you ever would have said ki'ilu on the tishi, that makes sense on the ninth because he didn't fast on the ninth. He's eating. But if it says he it's even, he fasts like both of them, he did fast the tenth. They want to say that you would get more of it. He quoted Slach, Slach, famous rabbi. See on the nefesh and he says that when you fast two days in a row, the second day is. Ten times harder than the first day. So when we tell you it's like you fast on the ninth and the tenth, it means you get credit on the ninth as if you fasted, and on the tenth as if you're fasting a second day in a row when you're really only fasting one day in a row. Uh-huh. That's what he's telling you. Okay. Sabar lak dimuni. Right? He thought that I'll do them all early. Right? He said, I'll do it before the, before the things. This way I'm done in a couple of weeks. Amalu al-Saba, one rabbi told him, Tanina, You can't do it earlier, and you can't do it later. You have to do it with them. Finish it with them. What else did he tell him besides do that? He also gave him a second uh, instruction. And be careful when you slaughter a chicken to make sure you cut the vreed. The, the, the vreed is the esophagus. According to the Yudah. The Tanah, we learned in Mishnah, the Yudah, you have to make sure to, to cut the vreedin also. Most people say this is the jugular vein which goes to the neck. Okay, another instruction. Don't 
be careful with the rabbi who forgot his learning Torah not because of his own will. And that's because we see that in the, our own Kodesh, we didn't just put the Luchot that were good. We took the, put the broken Luchot also. And therefore, when the Tamid Haham loses his Torah, he's like broken Luchot. And therefore, the rabbi, Yeshua Levi, is saying, you treat a rabbi who forgot his Torah as if he still knows it. Uh, we remember, Friday will remember also, of Gifter, when he got older, he was one of the great Kidolim, unbelievable, fiery speaker, and he started forgetting his Torah. He used to cry and cry. I had a friend who learned in the yeshiva, he used to go ask him a question, sometimes he remembered it, sometimes he'd just break a cry. I know he used to remember it, and I can't remember it now. It's the saddest thing. But we have to treat them as if they're the same gadol as they were now. It's not their fault. Hashem took it away from them. He had Alzheimer's. It was this, one of the saddest things to see is a rabbi losing his, his knowledge. Okay. We now are... Um, <coughs> uh, Amalahu. We are now uh, Amalahu. I would say the first line is Be'aron. It's about uh, seven lines. Seven mm-hmm. lines to what? From the seven wide lines. lines. From the wide lines. Wide lines. Good. Amalahu Rava told his sons, "Kashatem chotchim basar." When you cut meat, this is a, wow, this is a very important one, Mike. Kashem chotchim atchar al tachtechu al gabayad. Don't do it on the, your hand. I don't know why they would. I guess you, you're holding it in one hand and cutting it on the other side. I'm assuming. It's like cutting a bagel. You know, you know, right, right. Don't cut it on top of your hand. That's right. Cut it down, I guess. Right? Ikadaamri, some say, Mishum Sakana, he's afraid they're going to end up with stitches. The Ikadaamri, Mishum Kilkul Suda, we're afraid you'll nick yourself and then you're going to ruin the meal by uh, making it um, putting, making it bloody. You mean you cut your finger? Yeah. Va'al Teshvu Amishat Amita Aramit. And don't sit <coughs> on the mitah of a goya. The alta aviru ahore beta knesset. Peshash is Don't pass by the back of a shul while they're praying. It's a random thing, no? Yes. Now, let's see what's going on with them. The alta shul What does it mean, don't sit on a goya bed? Ikeda amri. Some say, means, don't sleep without kriyachima. If you sleep without kriyachima, you're sleeping in a goya bed because you're acting like a goya. You're not uh, saying kriyachima. That's what some say he meant. Some say it means do not get married to a converted girl. Right? That's what some say it means. Don't get married to a converted girl. Why not? A converted or not? Or not Jewish a girl who converted. But she's not a Goya. Why not? Because his Rava was a Kohen. And Kohanim are not allowed to marry converts because we're afraid that someone might have slept with them and there could be a zona, and therefore you're not allowed to marry them. And therefore he's telling him, don't marry converted girls because you're Kohanim, you can't marry them. And some say, when it says, don't sleep on the bed of a Goya, don't sit on the bed of a Goya, it means a real Goya. Because it's the famous story by Rapapa. One time he went to talk to a Goya she took out of bed. I'm not sitting until you pick up the sheet. They saw there was a dead baby there. She wanted to frame him and say that he killed the baby. 
she killed her own baby, and she wants to blame the rabbi. She told him, sit in the bed. That's what they said, you're not allowed to sit on a bed of a Goya. It says, don't pass by behind the crease. This is a proof to Rishul Levi. If you pass by behind the thing while they're praying, uh, it looks like you don't want to go in. That's only true if there's no other door to go in. Then there's no problem if there's another door. It's not, embar- it's not embarrassing because if there's only one door to the shul, we're assuming, okay, there's only one door to the shul, we're assuming you're not, you don't want to go in while they're praying, you don't want to go in, but if there's another door, they think you're going around to the other door and therefore it's not a problem, okay? Okay. That's only there's another shul. Another shul. But there's other shuls in town, also not a problem. You don't have to go into the shul, maybe go into another shul. And also, even if there's only one shul in town, and even if there's only one door, right? That's only a problem if he's not carrying a load, or he's not running, or wearing tefillin. Because if he's carrying a load, we see he's not going because he's carrying a load. If he's running, we see he's in a rush. And if he's wearing tefillin, we figure he's praying. He's going to pray or whatever. He's going to be praying. But if a guy's doing none of these three, and he's passing by the door of the shul, which is the only door, and there's no other shul, then you have a problem. And we think he's serving up with a zara, something else. Right. Okay. Tanya. We learned to the brighter. I'm Rabbi Akiba. Bishrat vim ohev Hashemet medayim. There's five things, there's three things I like Persian people. No, I like uh, Madim. Number one. Madim. Madim are people from media. The country of media. What are they? Number one. They always cut on the table, they don't cut on the hands. When they kiss... They only kiss on the hands. Which means... On the face? Right. This way, you don't, you don't leave any uh, saliva on their face. Right? Kissing their friends. And... And when they decide to have a, a council, they only do the council in the field where no one else can hear, because otherwise people hear what they're talking about. When, we know the famous story that when Yaakov Avinu wanted to get Rachel and Leah on a secret plan to run away from Lavan, he called them out to the field to, sit in, to, to talk to them and tell them the plan. And therefore we see that these medians are good because they, they make, when they have secret plans, they do it in the field. Similar statement from another rabbi. Tanya There's three things I like about the Persians. Number one, they are private about eating. Okay? Means that, we'll see what it says. They're private when they go to the bathroom, they don't do it publicly. They're private in their relations with their wives, they don't do it publicly. 
all these things the Persians are private about. Now, when it says where they were private in eating, according to the according to the Benishchai, this means that they would be they wouldn't eat in the street. Some people take their pizzas, they're eating in the street, they're walking around, eating all sorts of places. The Persians, when they eat, they have to eat privately. And that was that showed like a, a more Hashubi type of person. Says the Gemara. Anit I have commanded those who are prepared. Others say that the Persians, they're going straight to Gehinam, and therefore the Persians... What? So you should have married a Persian, but then we read the line. Yeah, yeah, stay away from that. When we say Persian, we're not talking about Persian Jews, talking Persian Goyim. Okay? Back to the Mishnah. Okay? If you remember in the Mishnah, we had said that Aban Gamaliel says you could say Kriyat Shema until Alot Shahar. Okay? Let's see the Gemara. I'm going to be down with Shmuel. Halacha Kriyat Gamaliel. Halacha is like Aban Gamaliel, you could say till the morning. A guy could sometimes say two Shema's back to back, and and you could be say the night one and the morning one back to back because we go like Rabban Gamliel that you could say it till the morning. Where it says It says you read it twice at night. Alma la'achal shalam mordashachar liliyahu. It sounds like after mordashachar it's still nighttime. Vehadatani It sounds like alma yimamahu. Make up your mind. The time after mordashachar is that night or morning? Lo le'olam liliyahu. Really, it's nighttime. Vehadikani lo yom. Why are we calling it day? The ika inchi dekaimi bahushat. And there are some guys who are up at that time, and therefore we could call it day a little bit. But really, it's still night. Who is saying that you could do two back to back? Sometimes you can do twice during the day. Oh, so we're switching, according to this, we're switching it to sunrise. And the two times are one before and one after sunrise. And if so, before sunrise is still nighttime. Right? Hagufa Kasha. Amata, you told me, That sounds like it's daytime before, before sunrise. It sounds like it's nighttime. Make up your mind. Says the Gemara, Le'olam really... Yimamahu, really, it's daytime. Why are we calling it night? There's some guys sleeping at that time. Okay, so two ways to understand it. What's that? Finish off the next one. Amar Rabbi Acha Bereid Duchina Amar Bishub and Levi Halacha Kerevishmon Shamar Meshum Rabbi Akiva. We follow the. We're going to have a quick review, Rabbi for five minutes. What the two ways? One way, okay, the two ways are as follows, just for the last two things. Either before and after, the, the two Shema's back-to-back are before and after Alot HaShachar. And if so, we're saying that the time after Amun HaShachar is really a nighttime time, just some guys are up. Or the times are before and after Netzah Hamah. 
and the time before Netzach Hama is really day, but some guys are sleeping. Mm-hmm. Those are the two ways to understand it's the two. Lila one, even though it's <coughs> What's that? Lila, even Correct, even though it's after Netzach Hama. No, no, but the, the second one, one has to be before no, Netzach Hama. After Netzach no, after, after Nets, Nets is day. For sure morning. After what are you doing? Let's say Nets, let's say Nets is 6 a.m. Yes. An so you're doing it at 5 to 6 and up to 6.05. Good. The, the 5 to 6 one is night. The 6.05 one is the day one. Okay, and then the other way was? The other one was, Alot is 5. So you're doing it at 5 to 5 and 5 after 5. Okay. Same thing. And is the difference in Halakha? Yeah, the difference is whether or not you could say, the difference in Halakha is whether or not you could say Kirat Shema of the night time after Nets. Well, before Nets. Before Nets, yeah. Before Nets. No, yeah, after, well, after a lot of Nets. Right before Nets, at 5 to 6, in our example, you're, you're, it's practically a thing, and you're, saying, you're still saying the more. You can say Right. You can say both, right? Well, no one can say both. Okay. Let's have a quick review, Rabotai. Eli, you with us? Let's go. Number one, you should always have a, a, a comfortable every time we, we pray shows on my comfortable and uh, cause your enemies to fall in front of you. And Rav Huna had a contradiction. What was Rav Huna's contradiction? Anyone know Rav Huna's contradiction? Oh, whether it's to uh, whether it's to to oppress the guy or it's to destroy the guy. Good. Now, is it greater to to learn from a rabbi or is it greater to serve the rabbi? We said it's greater to serve the rabbi, and the proof that we brought. Was from what? Was from Elisha, who doesn't, when they, when they praise him, we praise him that he poured the water. Good. Why didn't Rabbi Natan come to Shul? They offered him, he said he was, they asked him why he didn't come to Shul. He said, I didn't come to Shul because I was too old. They said, get 10 people, it's too much of a hassle. They said, okay, tell the Chazan to tell you why. And he explained that when you pray at the same time, it's good. Okay. Then we said, Hashem doesn't put down tefillah of a minyan always. And then we said, if you have three things, you're okay to rede- learning ches and tefillah, you're okay to redemption. If you have an evil neighbor, we said, you are considered you're considered an evil neighbor, neighbor and you cause exile if you don't come to pray. Yeah. Beautiful. We said that we had Rabbi Yochanan being surprised that there was any uh, old age homes in Babel. He thought that the nursing home business was only in Israel. <laughs> then we said that. The reason why they have old people and the nursing home people have money is because they stay late in shul. Good. And if they want to save money in insurance companies, they should get people to stay away from shul. Uh, walk a distance of two doors into pray. We said that was in cho- that was in order to show that you don't want to be praying by get the door. Get into the shul. Yes. Good. Be'et uh, matzah. We said matzah and motzah is a famous uh, famous thing. They, they, Bavel, they like to ask people uh, exactly what, what you kind found? of bike you have. Good. Uh, we'll leave that uh, interesting one for later. Um, Torah and easy death. Right. There's three types of deaths. The three types of deaths are. What are the three types of deaths? Three types of easy deaths. 903 deaths. <coughs> oh, 903 deaths. I'm sorry. Right. Some say that Et um, Mitzvah could be uh, that you should have an easy death or you could have a burial. Or you should be able to go to the bathroom when we hold like the bathroom. We know that at Mitzvah, you should always be able to find the bathroom when you need one. Now, where should you pray? Should you pray in a place of Halakha or pray in the shul? We said you should pray in a place of Halakha. Hashem only has Dalai Moshe Halakha, which means individual people who don't have Sanjirin anymore. Right? Learning at home, praying in shul. 
the rabbi used to learn at home and pray in shul. Now he started uh, learning in shul. Right? We said benefiting from your own work is better than fear of heaven. We explained what that meant. Living near rabbi is sometimes good, sometimes not, depending if you're listening to him. Shalom al-Melech was the proof. Uh, leaving shul while the Torah is out is a very big thing. You're leaving Hashem Yechalu and you get destroyed, but Bishin Aliyot is okay. We're not sure, take uh, Learning during the reading is okay if you're doing your own thing. Shnayim Mikra, we had a toss on that. Shnayim Mikra gives you a long life. Um, do before Kippur. Erev Kippur is not a good day because you have to. Eat. That's a good time when you should be eating because you get you get reward for a double fast. We explained that according to the Tzach. Do shnayim v'kra v'chatagum. This is advice to the kids. Slaughter chickens. Make sure to slaughter them the right way. And be careful with rabbis who lost the Torah. Make sure that you treat them like the shivrei luchot. Advice from Ravah was to cut meat. Uh, make sure to cut it on a table and. Uh, don't sit. Uh, or, uh, we had we had missed another missed an advice over there. I'm missing one here. Putting the meat couch of the goya and passing behind the shul. Oh, don't pass behind the shul. Right, couch of don't sit on the couch of goya. Either three different opinions. Either because it means make sure to say shema, or it means don't marry a convert because we're kohanim, or it means don't sit on the bed because they're not going to frame you. Whatever it is, don't pass behind the shul. Passing behind the shul is okay if there's another door. It's okay if there's another shul, and. It's okay if you're carrying a load or if you are wearing tefillin. Thank you, Avi. So far, so good. These charts are really crazy. Madim, right? The Persians, they're good. What's nice about Persians is that they don't kiss on the face. They cut on the table and they, when they have private meetings, they always do them in the field where they're really private. What's good about the Persians is that they eat privately, they bath in privately, and they relations privately. The Persians are going to a very nice place. Okay. Persian Goyim. Persian Goyim, yes. Uh, now, saying Shema twice. By Amud Ashahad. You could say it twice and be Yotzeh. For nine For nine and a day. How could it be? Either it was before and after, right, right before and right afterwards, or it meant after sunrise, before and afterwards, and we hold like. Be Akiva. Zabarov.